Abstract Athlete Podcast, a collision of art, sports, and science. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Abstract Athlete Podcast. Thank you to our incredible listeners and our incredible sponsors. Please stop by our website, theabstractathlete.com, to check out our creative training journal, which is also available on Amazon. And our website will also give upcoming events and workshops. And do not forget to follow us on all of our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also, remember to listen to our upcoming second podcast called The Abstract Doctors Podcast and follow us on social media under The Abstract Doctors. Uh, It's really going to be a blast today as I get to talk with former University of Georgia and professional volleyball player Katie Hauser. Going to talk about her college career and how she originally attended Notre Dame before transferring to the University of Georgia and her professional career that started down in Columbia. Also going to chat about her budding art career and how she got into art. You can find her work at Hauser underscore art. That's H-O-U-S-E-R underscore art on Instagram. Let's welcome Katie Hauser. I'm starting, but that's okay. Why am I, why is it funny? I know it's just because I was yelling at a player I coached this morning about being loud. And I'm I think being like, loud is very, very important. Oh, so important, yet here I'm being hypocritical. Yeah. Well, I'm the one yelling at you, let's be honest. So. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> okay, we've started, so let's... Oh, uh, here we this go. This is Katie Hauser. Welcome to the... Do you like how we did that? The as a Podcast, <laughs> yes. Um, we're going to dive in. We're uh, going to, you know, obviously talk about a ton of shit, um, including your past volleyball career your future volleyball yes, career hopefully. <laughs> um well because you're dealing with what your a rotator cuff right, a rotator, injury right. yeah and you had surgery was might still might. but okay. hopefully not i'm in the six month i'm at the six six month mark for a year and uh, at the end of this year if it's not better then then we'd be facing surgery but um my surgeon's excited with my progress progress that's cool so he, that's good sign exactly like surgeons that don't uh, want to cut you open does, yeah who yeah. wants to actually get surgery like but um no so i mean there's a lot to talk about obviously because you started out playing at notre dame and then you transferred to georgia yep. and you graduated last year last May, yep. and then you actually started playing professional volleyball in columbia which I definitely want to talk yeah. about that. I mean, because that's, I mean, that's cool shit. Yeah. You know, like in the experience of... The culture uh, experience, I think I learned more maybe than volleyball. But your father is Colombian. Yeah. Correct? Okay. Yeah, my father, grandmother, that side. Yeah. Okay. No, that's cool. So like, and and obviously we're going to obviously talk about your art career as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, like again, <laughs> like this idea of like what we do um, and that connection between the two because I think you do it really well. And I think it's actually... Um, exciting like that the younger generation actually i think starts to is accepting it more and so like to have it happening in college and even like in high school is like as it's building up i think becomes 
really important, A, for what we're doing, but just in general for humans, I think, you know, the idea of exercising body, exercising mind, you know, we always say that shit, but that idea. So, um, but feel like, yeah, riff, go. Yeah, talk. okay, well, <laughs> stop me if I get out of control. <laughs> There's no out of control on this show. Yeah, so I guess I'll start, I'll start when I was younger, just because now that I coach um, oh, yeah, I 12 and 13 year olds, yeah, I mean, it's actually super exciting though, because you know, when you're in college or, in, you know, playing professionally, you're trying to get one or 2% better every day. And that if you got 2% better, you had a really good day. But yeah. I mean, it can be kind of just so frustrating because, you know, it's hard to tell when you improve if you're only improving one to 2%. So that's, that's kind of where when you get older, it's, it's just about being, you know, super calculated, but the young ones, it's super fun because you can really like mold how they think and, and really teach them how to learn the correct way. And, um, I, I just how, always, how long have you been, you've been coaching for like a year, um, a year I, I helped out at Georgia too, with some of the camps, but it wasn't was really yeah. like super into yeah, yeah. it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest though, um, but it's it, hard to be into it at that point in time because, well, because you're your focused life. on yourself. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. And you have to be, but, um, yep. But anyway, I just, I kind of credit when I was younger, I was just the most confident kid. I really was just like, man, yep, I'm going to the Olympics. No one's <laughs> stopping me. And um, it really, it, it does help your performance because, and, and that's kind of where later I'll try to tie in the art and how it can help with not just, um, you know, obviously becoming a better painter, but figuring out ways to um, manage anxiety because anxiety you know, when, when it's 24, 25, and the whole team's counting on you to get your serve in, you need to find a way to cope. And if you don't have the confidence, you're going to have to find a way to either fake it or, you know, learn to get better in those tight situations. Um, but anyway, so, you know, when I was younger, super confident, everything was going well, um, got recruited to a couple different schools, had a stress fracture in my left foot, lost a bunch of offers, and um, ended oh, up picking. Geez. Yeah, so it was crazy. I, I thought I was gonna, you know, go to UNC or Cal Berkeley. Those right. were like my dream schools. And then it was it was kind of funny how it worked out because I remember thinking when I got the Notre Dame offer, I was like, oh god, I guess I'm going to Notre Dame. <laughs> we it always just, say I know that. it sounds so bad, but you know. And then um, so <laughs> as a Buckeye, but, we don't say much about you know. <laughs> well, yeah. So anyway, I. I um, I go to Notre Dame and day one, the coach that picked me was not there. New guy comes in, plays a completely sy different system than I was taught on. So oh, well, you're talking so, about yeah. like, I mean, and by did the you time not know, did you not know before you? Like, well, I signed and then, and then afterwards Notre Dame called me and was like, we really want you to stay like, yeah. but we just got rid of the coach that, you know, Yeah. Oh, by the way, yeah, yeah. by the way. And I was just yeah. like, well, great. Thanks. Because now, now I'm kind of stuck because yep. all the other schools that I would be interested in going to, they, they already have their people and I wasn't about to walk on somewhere. No. So, um, I just said, okay, whatever happens, like, I'm just going to stick with it with the first year and, uh, go from there. But, um, that's hard. I mean, recruiting in itself is hard. I think I had, I had a similar experience, but I actually followed the coach. I was supposed to go to Kent state and then, okay the coaches actually got the Ohio state job and they're like, you're coming here. I'm like, yeah, and, Oh, but okay, that, I mean, that, that has its own problems, right? right. Like you thought you were going to, you know, it's, it's like, the I thought school, I was leaving town sports. because Ohio state was right down the street. Like, so it was like yeah. a really strange. Yeah. And then I guess my advice for every, 
I'm just going to say learner, whether you're a painter or athlete is like, follow the teacher that's going to invest in you because I mean, yeah, you got to invest in yourself, but that, that whole like building your confidence and learning how to learn it, you know, you got to have someone that's going to positively push you and be real with you and really invest in you. So that was my biggest thing with Notre Dame is, is I, um, I played a very different system in high school and, um, I was a really like beachy player. Like I would cut the ball down the line, cut it like. You Explain know. what the difference like to between okay, like so, between like hardcore and beach. Yeah. Like, so beach beach is a lot more about like being crafty and hitting shots, not necessarily like crushing powerful, the ball. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's more of like okay, like I'm gonna face cross and I'm gonna, you know. Twist my, or I don't know, snap Ron, my. Ron says, says slow, by the way. Doc oh, Ron that's so says, funny. Okay, Tell him I said, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so anyway, so, you know, it's it's way more, it, I think beach is, it's more athletic in the sense that, you know, you got to be able to play the whole game. But indoor, especially the way it is now played in the States, you've got so many subs and so much special, spe, spe, I got this, specialization. Yeah. Yeah. So much specialization. <laughs> I'm just like singing now. Um, that, you know, you got to be huge and you got to be hitting the ball like 60 miles per hour to get a kill because, yep. you know, the libero, like they've got all these people back there that, you know, are only there to play defense and pass. So, but anyway, um, and and I, one thing in my freshman year that was super frustrating though is like, I felt like in statistically in practice, it was like, man, you know, I'm beating that girl out, but she's playing the same system that this coach wants. And so, I mean, and I get it, you know, like you're trying to change a culture and you you have your system and you don't want to, but it's just, it's, it sucks. Like when you get recruited somewhere and then that coach leaves, but I definitely feel like it pushed me to really look at myself and say, okay, like yeah, I like the way I play, but how am I going to get on the court? Like, what do I need to do? And so, you know, I was doing this thing called a topspin serve, and I I had, like, the state record in Virginia for it. And then this new coach was like, hey, by the way, the way that you score half of your points, yeah, you're not allowed to do that anymore. You have to hit a float serve. So it's – and it's this thing where you jump up, you hit the center of the ball, and you don't want it to spin at all. And like a, knuck, like it's a knuckleball. Like, yeah, kind yeah. of. Except it's just like I never did that. And so I was just like, okay, wow. Um, I cut the <laughs> ball all the time, and now you want me to do the opposite. So um, that was – it was, and it was super hard that first year to learn it. And, um, yeah, when I coach kids now, it's just like I – from a young age, I'm like, you know, do it this way. Learn every single way you can and, right. and get that habit. I always, that I always find habit. it's the, those things are really strange in sports in terms of – like, you know, as a baseball player, like I remember like there's there's obviously a certain position you want to end up where your swing is, but everybody has a different stance. They like their hands yeah. are in different positions. Now, when you're when you get your hands through the hitting zone, like you really want it in the specific space. Yeah. But it's like that's what I would assume with with any sport, really. It's like you have the you in it, but you need to have like that the perfection at the moment yeah, of, of, of contact of contact. And exactly. I think, I think that it's been kind of eye opening though over the years I've, I've weirdly kind of bounced around with some of like the most well-known volleyball coaches in the country. Right. Like, and, um, they all had their little bit different, but one of the ones that I appreciated the most, he's kind of like, have you ever seen the movie Moneyball with Brad yes. Pitt? Yeah. He was like, it's Moneyball, you know, like <laughs> I, I really just want you like who, 
who can side out more? Who can hit the ball? And he'll tell you, like, he would just tell you in the most blunt way, like, hey, what, you know, what did I do? He was like, well, obviously you did, you just didn't jump. Right. So, like, what, what do you expect? <laughs> they was, but it wasn't, you know, no favoritism, no, like, so-and-so just wants it more than everybody else. Right. Like, I mean, come on. Like, it's, you don't win a game because you want to. You win Everybody it because wants it. you technically were better yeah. or you hit Everybody the ball Everybody wants yeah. it. Like that, that's just... Oh God, it drives me nuts uh, when I, coaches say I that. I totally agree. It's like, well, yeah. this team wanted it more. No, they didn't. It's also they not being... better. Yeah, like, and, it, and like I really wanted to talk about this in uh, this podcast is just being mindfulness <laughs> yeah. like, or being mindful. Mindfulness, right? So, you know, if you're always assessing reps, whether it was good or bad, you're just like tying it to your identity and like oh my God, I'm a bad volleyball player because I hit it out, right? right? Instead of just saying, you know, was I on my first step when the setter hit contact? Right. Yes or no? I mean, it's yeah. otherwise you're going to drive yourself absolutely bonkers. Yeah. So Well, sports drives us bonkers anyways. Oh, yeah. like, I mean, it's just, uh, yeah. you know, like it is this constant, I mean, we, uh, I shouldn't say we anymore because I'm not really <laughs> athlete anymore. But that idea is like we all, uh, when we were or are athletes, we always want to get better. And yeah. like we do things to get better. And sometimes it just, it, it, it doesn't yeah. work. Like it's just there, you know, I mean, it's, you can work your ass off and sometimes just people are better. Yeah, like, and exactly. There's, just, there's not, there's not, a, you know. Yeah. And that's why assessing it yes or no versus good or bad, I think is just super important because you go off of like, oh, I lost that game. I'm a bad player. Then, you know, you might've been 20% better in that match, but You've now, right. you know, you, you, and I, I think how this relates to art though, is that, you know, when I'm doing a painting or drawing, I'm just like looking at, like, say I'm drawing a face. I'm just looking at the face and I'm like, okay, this, this line of the nose is going a little bit at this angle. Then I look at it and I'm like, is it at that angle? Yes or no? I'm not like, oh my God, you know, this is so bad. Like, I just don't think about it that way. And right. I don't think the art mentality is really that way i always i I bring art back to baseball obviously because i was like that close but i like because i do think that art is and this sounds bad but art is about learning from failure uh baseball if you're the best baseball player in the world you're batting 300 meaning you're failing 70 percent of the time and i think that that's pretty consistent with art like and that's okay like you're not gonna make like this perfect i'm going to use Mon, this mona lisa because everybody yeah, knows what the mona lisa not that i think even though mona she's lisa, only famous because yeah, she got stolen right, right. but I, fun you fact. Know, exactly it's not exactly something i but that <laughs> idea that you're not going to create that and maybe you never will and that but that's okay yeah. like that like there's it's somebody else's opinion that that's a great painting anyways like that mm-hmm. just the idea of of doing it to me is successful like but when you're doing it and you you realize that something in the painting didn't work, that's good because that means you're going to start thinking about how can you fix that for the next artwork. And like that that idea of little failures in every painting or every artwork that kind of drives you to get better, kind of like in sports where it's like, well, I kind of had a shitty game because I didn't serve it well that game. And like, how yeah. do I get better? And how do I like keep progressing? It's like, it, it doesn't mean you're, there's an end point that you're Hopefully, every, unless yeah, you know I mean, you're yeah, a titter exactly. cup. <laughs> well, true. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. We'll, we'll knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So I, I mean, it's like I think that again, like these things, these overlaps of of art and athletics is 
is really interesting because of there's there's so many parallels to me yeah, about which how is they work. Super. Oh, are we still on? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is super cool because you know it's funny when uh, Ron first called me and was like, "Oh, it's, I'm so excited to get you." Like you know. You mean in me? This community. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I'm just telling them. You know, Ron, the person online with me now. But I was just like, he was like, "Oh, I'm I go by the third person, Ron." <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, it's just like, he was like, oh, I'm so excited, you know, to get you into this community of, you know, yeah. people who are doing athletics and art. And I was just like, what? I remember who? you said, I remember you said, I didn't even know there was such a thing. And I yeah, was like, well, I know. <laughs> I just remember, you know, I was just like in the Georgia community. I was just that girl that showed up to practice and training table with paint on herself all right. the time. Like, what is she doing? And you were the outsider for sure. Yeah, in that and, and, and in, or <laughs> this is so funny. So, uh, after the Georgia, Alabama National championship game. Um, we'll have a moment of science for that later. But um, after <laughs> well, that game, some, uh, some teams finish. My, <laughs> whatever, whatever. <laughs> Get there and then talk to me. <laughs> uh, we never mind. We'll go with yeah, later, later. A different podcast, yeah. maybe. But um, uh, I remember going to like my sculpture class the next day, and my my teacher goes. Hey, just, just, you know, wondering how you guys feel after that weekend. And I, I just assumed he was talking about the game. And I was like, man, like, I'm pretty upset we lost, but it was a good game, and I just don't really want to talk about it. And, and everyone was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and, like, and they did not, all 12 people in my sculpture class did not watch the game. Oh, see, that's so, just wrong. Well, it is wrong. But, I mean, anyway, it's just, it is funny because I think, you know, you got this, like, breakfast club scenario yeah. where it's like, oh, I'm an artist. Yep. I can't do athletics or I'm an athlete. And so like this, this is really cool because we're trying to break down those barriers and really show people and both, you know, both artists who don't do athletics see like, Hey, like being physical can really like, you know, help develop your artwork. And then also with athletes, like this can really help you manage like all the high stress situations that you're under. And, and, and help performance. Yeah, no, seriously. And I, I think I, it is like there, there's obviously still stereotypes and, you know, we, we hope that we're starting to break those down, but it is funny to me because I get more pushback in the, in the art world because that's where I'm at. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I always just go, well, I mean, do you go to the gym and like people all, you know, I, I kind of, well, yeah. Well, well, then why, why can't this athlete be creative right i mean like we're actually like these two things everybody is predisposed to do both in some yeah. that doesn't mean that you're well, going to be professional in either one exactly. but that idea of doing both of them is is and so I, beneficial right and it's funny because some of those same types of people you talk to you'd be like oh like do you understand and, and it, it's science right like mind being mindful can literally change your brain chemistry over time right and, 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 and just in general, like if you ask someone, it's like, do you believe people can change and learn? And if their answer is no, then we've figured out the dilemma, right? They don't think that people can change and learn. <laughs> right. Otherwise, it's just like, you are not Here born. Here is the problem. Right. Like we're not born, you know, oh, I can, you know, perfectly draw a realistic face or, you know, I'm the next is on. I don't know. You, you don't born, you're not born that way. So no one's predisposed to be a better artist than someone else. It's just all about like sit, like sitting down, finding the right teachers and learning. Because I mean, my freshman year at Notre Dame was funny. It was just like a lot of, not slaps in the face, but just like, I mean, I, I really had some people who were brutally honest with me. And I remember there's this one teacher, he's been by far, I don't know if I hit that. 
Everything's good. No, no, no. Well, anyway, good. Yeah. He, um, his name is Father Nangoon, and uh, he was definitely the best teacher I had because, you know, I was, I was all right freshman year, um, but I wouldn't change. You know, I would, like, fill in everything dark, and it just it was really weird. But anyway, he... But you couple, were confident. See, you well, I was, com- I was confident and I was arrogant a little bit. And then I was just like, I really did not want to do it differently. And then I really respected this guy too. I mean, he was, he was incredibly talented and he just came up to me one day and it just, it was so funny because like, this is art class. Like I've never had someone yell at me in my painting class. He just looks at me and he was just like, you never, you never change. You never learn. Da 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 da. And I just like, it was like I was, you know, getting yelled at on the court and <laughs> I thought about it and I was like, maybe he's art right. Coach. No, art yeah. like art coach. And then by, I remember by the end of the semester, I had painted so much because I was like, okay, the only way I'm going to get better is if I just rep it out. And I did. And then it was funny that like the last week he came up to me. He's like, you're finally getting it. Good job. Uh-huh. And I yep. was like, okay, wow. What like So that's an interesting. Where did you get your art interest from? Is it family related at all? Uh, like, kind or- of. My, um. Well, I never met him, but my granddad from Columbia, he was an artist. And so I just like grew up looking at his stuff in my grandma's apartment. And uh, it was kind of this like crazy out there, abstract, still, still a little figurative, but these like paintings he used with like egg yolk and all this stuff and um, paper mache sculptures. And I remember thinking like, how does this guy, because it wasn't realistic. And I used to associate like most people like, um, who aren't in the art world, like, oh, this looks realistic, aka this is good. Right. And but his stuff wasn't realistic, yet it still looked so good. And I, I just remember when I tried to do that when I was younger, it was like this weird, you know, kindergarten drawing. <laughs> and that's why it's like someone Which is good. Well yeah. Uh, per, I think that's yeah. But anyway, it was just it was funny because um I I would listen to my my grandma kinda like she would just be like, oh, yeah. I mean, he's, his stuff was just so weird. But I, I remember I loved it. Um, so that was like the inspiration for you. Yeah. Like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he actually started an art school down in Columbia. He and started one? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, it was called like Jefferson Art School. Is it, it still in, there? Yeah. So uh, my dad actually, he met a guy. He came into his office and uh, he told him that, he went to the school that my grandfather started. Oh, wow. Which was Now, really, but you were down in Columbia over the, the summer, summer and then a Did little bit in the fall. I didn't get to go because okay. I was with the national team. So oh. I was just kind of doing that National thing. team. Olympics yeah. oh. still in the future. Got cut, so we'll Not, see. Hey, not, that was because of your yeah, shoulder. We're yeah. going to say that was because of your shoulder. I mean, we, we'll never know. No, so until well, 20, uh, Paris 20... I'm saying it's because of the shoulder. Yeah, me too. Me too. Okay. So. so, But, you know, we always... London's maybe not in the picture, but I think... <clears throat> You're young. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm still. I have my Olympic. Columbia. My Olympic future is not going to happen unless there's some sort of like sprinting for fifty year olds, <laughs> which I think I could do pretty well in. I think I'm I thinking, think you so. would too. Yeah. I think I'm not not hundred percent. Got to start training with the Shea. Over there, well, yeah. Shay could definitely train me, but but um, so you were at Notre Dame for. Two years. A year. Just a year. Yeah. Okay. And then you decided to transfer because it just, you, you had kind of like a self, it was like a, it was, a talk with yourself. Like this is not, well, this isn't for me. It was like, this is not the teacher that is going to get me where right. I need to go. And, um, it, I can't say, <laughs> cannot say it ended great with me and that coach was kind of like, you know, I'm not going to play you next year. Maybe I'll play you when you're a junior and senior. Right. And, it, and that just like, 
wasn't good enough for me and also just his kind of attitude towards growth and like he just to me he had kind of a fixed mindset about about it all but um when I transferred to Georgia I ended up getting a coach named Tom Black and he was with the women's national team the last like Rio run and so it was really cool because our whole team just kind of bought into his coaching style. He was on. He was on the staff. He was. Not yeah, the head he was coach. like okay. Coach Karai's right hand okay. man. So he's like the direct assistant coach. So it was like for me, it was okay. Wow, you know, this is this is legitimately what our national team does. And I just like was like I'm gonna do everything this guy says. And um, my passing and defense just kind of took you know this incredible improvement and. Um, but it was it was still hard. Like you know, I I can't even. I wish so much that I could have started that way. You know, with the right mentality and all that. But you know, you can't go back. Yeah. No. I like. You chose correctly at the time. Yeah, and because and you can only and I think that's the thing. Uh, some this um this woman I I actually really respect. She was a really good player, but she was talking about how she doesn't think that like private lessons and all this extra stuff parents do for their kids is a good idea because um, they don't learn to fail. But at the same time, the other argument is, you know, this is kind of a tough world and sports are pretty cutthroat. So every advantage that you can take, you got to do it. Um, No, I, it, like, I, I think that idea too of, I mean, it's kind of like a hindsight thing, Mm -hmm. which I mean, you can't, like you chose correctly at the time. It yeah. just happened to be that your your choice got taken away. Yeah. I mean, because you went there for a reason and the reason yeah. was removed. But it, it was really cool for my art though, just because I don't know if I had really gotten that teacher from Notre Dame, the art teacher, if my my ability in art would have really kind of grown as much, you know? Like it's all about kind of, meeting that person that's going to really mold how you think and how you learn. So, right. But I, but also like you just said, you know, so Notre Dame to me, like sounds like it was still pretty cool because you had a great art teacher. Yeah. And and great friends. I mean, truly like some of the people I met there were like the most amazing people and I still keep in touch with them. So, so you were in Notre Dame for a year you obviously didn't really get into a program in terms of like studying, but you were taking art classes, which again, like this is like, this is a very difficult thing to do. And this is like something that, you know, like when I teach at VCU that this program that I'm starting, this idea of what I'm trying to show the art people is student athletes wake up in the morning and their day is built. They either go work out in the morning, they lift or, like or whatever they practice. It's 6 to 9 right. p.m. right. And that's every day. Yeah. And it's like that discipline, I think, becomes really interesting in terms of how art, how athletes bring that discipline to an art class in terms of like the way that they yeah, engage. Like the, and yeah. how like, you know, methodical yep. he is with his wood. Yeah. Yep. I mean. But it's, I don't know. And, and so like then the other, the opposite side of that is like for the, for the artists or the non-athletes, to be disciplined like 
like the student athlete, which I think becomes like what happens if you bring this kind of discipline or or ritual. Exactly. And it's, yeah. And, and, and not that, you know, that I don't mean to brush like these broad strokes, like not every athlete is super disciplined and not every artist is like a flake and not disciplined, but that's idea. Right, right, right. (laughs) Exactly. So, but then, okay. So going back to your story. So then one year Notre Dame and then like, Basically, you went into the, 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 the portal. I mean, to use the phrase oh, from yeah, today, you didn't was... really do that, but like you, or oh, did you? Because you, you were going to transfer. You want to transfer. Well, actually, there was kind of. There's a transfer well, portal then. I think before I was. Like, it's just such before. a big thing now in, yeah, yeah. in, so in the, football in particular. Yeah, yeah, the portal wasn't around, but right. I remember. The idea though, like yeah. you were like, I'm going to transfer. Yeah, I, don't know, I remember thinking like a lot of people were super against it and they thought I was making a mistake. I mean, people from my hometown still still say that I lost my scholarship and that, you know, but I mean, it's, it's just funny because people are going to talk and that's just, oh, sure. that's life. Um, but it, I just remember this moment where I was like, okay, you know, no one's going to blame me for staying, but if I don't go, I'm going to regret this for the rest of my life. Yep. And so I just kind of, you know, at first my parents weren't really on board, obviously, like Notre Dame's a great school. And then eventually it was just like, well, I'm doing it regardless. And I mean, my mom right. and my dad have always been like my biggest supporters. So as soon as I took that step, they were with me. But um, so I ended up going. And um, when I left, I had like all this kind of anxiety on the court because sure. I, I mean, you know, they always say, oh, you got to break yourself down and build yourself up. And I mean, for better, or for worse, like that's how I started at Georgia. Did you, get red, you didn't get redshirted. I wish. Uh, he, um, yeah, that's what he I was put wondering. put me in like, on like the last game. Yeah. And, uh, and that screwed that, your yeah, whole... Yeah. <laughs> still bitter, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, I see no bitterness whatsoever. No, I'm, I'm never bitter. <laughs> not even slightly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I uh, went to Georgia and then, um, yeah, just I, I loved it there. It was a really good experience, really like kind of a well-rounded school where you have, I mean, yeah, you have your geniuses, but you also have like your normal people and like your athletes or artists and this um, art school at Georgia was actually um, pretty great. I So what did you get a degree in? Like, so was the, what was like? Yeah. The so that was like really weird at first because so originally when I was at Notre Dame, I was all set up to be business econ major. <laughs> I love econ. I still do. I, I think it's super well, who important. doesn't? Really? I mean, right, right. <laughs> anyway, so I... I We're um, going to change the name to this, the abstract econ. Seriously, no, though. No. I mean, you never... I mean, okay. Well, so I was econ, and then I was going to do... I was going to try to do a double major in studio art econ. But when I left Notre Dame, Georgia didn't really like the strange class names of Notre Dame. Right. So they were like, I, no, and I'm still not bitter at all. But anyway, so I basically repeated my freshman year. This is like year. a therapy session right yeah, now. A little bit, this yeah, a <laughs> little bitter. But um, so I switched my major from econ to art, kind of because actually like some people in volleyball, I think, I mean, you, you just kind of know what your teammates are doing socially and this and that. And so then one day, like a couple, like my coach and a couple of my teammates were like, cause I was making art all the time. Like every day after practice, I just go home. Like, you did know, you ever make, make art shit. before practice? Um, Curiosity well, was. yeah. Cause I had art class before. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Per- so it was like perfect. three hours of art. I'd that's come perfect. in with like, you know, completely dirty elbows and I would actually have to shower before practice <laughs> because I was tired of my teammates calling me a hobo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They were um, super sweet girls. Yeah. No, seriously, they are. They're the best. Uh, but then, yeah, my, my coach and a couple of my teammates were just like, 
well, we thought you were passionate about art, but you're, you know, you're not even majoring in it. Like, yeah. da, da, da. And, and I mean, at first I was like, you know, I can still do both. But um, I ended up just thinking about it and changing to art history, partly because, you know, the schedule for volleyball and any athlete is just insane. So the athletic director only signed off on art history, but I thought that it still was going to really just like, it's like, for me, it was like studying film of great athletes and trying to copy their moves. And, and not, not copying the sense of like, oh, I'm going to steal their art, but just like being exposed to images and just like the history of the world. And um, I, I really loved art history. Uh, it was definitely a lot more work than I anticipated. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A now, lot of history. I, I yeah. actually don't like art history. I mean, I like art no, history, right, right, right. but history. I hate the class. I mean, it's just like memorization and like. Well, and like, what, I, what I actually think that I, I had some really good art professors at Georgia that made it a little they definitely made it more than just memorization and I, and it that's reflected cool. on good. some of my tests actually because i remember going from like you know art one to you know a real art history class and <laughs> i i studied all the images and then i came back and i had like a c on the test and i was just like go up to my professor and i was just like i just don't understand and well, she was just like well i mean you just gave me the information you needed to give me and that's about it and i was like oh okay so like what do you want you're like, I want you to say something. I was like, oh, okay, That's nice. Wow. I mean, she, yeah. she could have said that before the scene, yeah. but. Well, no, and then it was again, you know, art coach. Yeah. But um, now some of my, I like had some really good uh, art history professors in college. So I, I, I feel confident about like relating that to, I don't know, just the way the world works. I think everyone should take an art history class. Oh, but, uh, yeah. But it, I... it was just funny though, because my, the director was like, uh, yeah, she she can only take art history, and I'm just like, well, you're too afraid to put any of the other athletes in art appreciation. So like, how is this easier than my painting class? But it was really all about hours, you know. If a studio, you got to put in like three hours per class. Oh yeah. So I don't know, and then I ended up being like, I can I really knock out paintings fast. So I just was just like, oh, it's fine. Like just put so, me but in that. that. That's kind of cool because so you were taking art classes, but you didn't. You were still probably doing art even when you didn't have classes well and that's actually that's what I I forced myself to do that because I remember thinking you know I can take art history and be studying this kind of stuff which I'm going to need to know anyway like as you know like in the art world you got to kind of know where you stand and the realm of things but um I was like super important thing I think about like having an art practice or a volleyball practice is like can you do what you need to do even when the coach isn't watching or even when, yep. you know, you're not having an assignment? Absolutely. Um, I say that to students all the time. It's like, I'm not trying to teach you to be an academic artist because yeah, I don't even when know there's not is. an assignment, well, not, not, that's good because like when there's not an assignment, are you going to do the work? Yeah. And that's, that's the question to me because it's like having an art degree doesn't really mean anything unless you're unless doing you're the doing art. It. Yeah, exactly. And, and kind of saying, I, my um, my assistant coach for volleyball, like one time, he, he like they always love talking to me about art because that's they cool. don't they don't do it, so Th- they're but just that's like cool. Like I, they're they thought I was this that. weird art girl, which yeah. is ironic because you know I, I'm just pretty normal. But um, <laughs> I, I remember telling him, he was like, so like, how's your class? Like any any good good things from your teacher today? And I, I just was like, yeah, well, today my teacher told me that I need to make the art that I need to make. I need to make and and then he just like him and I just started busting out laughing because we're just like well first of all like 
what? Like what? What type? Of, but then, if you really think about it, it's like that's true. the only art you it's should make is the art that right you need there. to make. Because right. otherwise, it's just not genuine. Right? No, it's truth. It's yeah, 100% it's just so truth. funny though. Because like in, in in volleyball, we just started joking. We were like, I need to serve the way no, I need. No, no, he to literally serve. was my serving coach. His <laughs> name's Aaron Benning. Like you should look him up. He's a great guy. He was like, Katie, I need you to just serve the serve that you need to serve. Yeah, that's, and then I just started that's serve also, because that's also true. But I was just going to yeah. say your Notre Dame coach wouldn't let, let you, you serve, serve the sea. Yeah. It all yeah. is truth yeah. and it all comes in a circle. Yeah. It's a doll giant. That's, it's a big, that's big fat circle. Yeah. Okay. So, um, we just like, I love what this is like a riff fest. Um, <laughs> Wanted to take a quick break to remind everyone to make sure to check out Katie's work at Hauser underscore art. That's H-O-U-S-E-R underscore art on Instagram. Also, please stop by our website, theabstractathlete.com and check out our daily creative training journal, which is also available on Amazon. Also, make sure to check out our upcoming second podcast called The Abstract Doctors with Dr. G and Dr. C. And you can follow us on social media under The Abstract Doctors. Now, back to Katie Hauser. But you, so you went through the four or the three years of Georgia. Yeah. And um, did you guys make the tournament every year? We made, well, okay. And oh, still I'm bitter. Sorry. But don't, like, this isn't therapy. <laughs> we, um, they made the tournament I know that you made it year. this year because yeah, we watched we did, in, yeah, in, in sadness. And very, but, you know, Georgia's in, on the come up. And, okay, and that's, that's kind it. of the thing. When, when I transferred there, they were at the bottom of the SEC. So we took, okay, cool. we took them in four years, which I, like, I'm, I'm still super proud of, like, being Where you came from of, where you are. Yeah. yeah, being, like, part of a you know, a program that was at the bottom of the SEC and each year kind of improving. And my junior year, we were like fourth, senior year, middle of the pack. And, um, and then, you know, being like a captain my senior year, it was just so much more about like making sure the younger ones knew like what we were about right? and less about me and the, you know, three other seniors on the team. Um, so, but anyway, I mean, I, I think that, Ultimately, you don't remember like the wins and losses. You just remember like, you know, what how it felt to play and like what type of teammates you had and all that kind right. of stuff. I remember the wins and losses. Oh, I mean, <laughs> so I, mean I, I still remember the losses. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I, and then I think they that's, eat me. I think that's every athlete. Yeah. Is like the losses hurt more than the wins. I don't know. Unless you I win mean, the championship. Like, yeah, then it's that's like, the thing is, is like I really like – and I don't understand – I'm not sure if you're like this, but I never could understand like those people who – didn't like winning because oh, I was like, yeah, oh I my god, winning. like I did no, track and field no. just because I wanted to win. No. Like I didn't even like that. So you sport. used to run. That's what I was um, gonna ask you. I used what, to jump. Okay. What else? Yeah, I mean, did I you jump. do any other sports like growing um, up? Gymnastics. Okay. When I was no, a that, kid. I think that's like yeah because I think that probably gives you a good sense of balance. Yeah. I think gymnastics actually would be like great for like most everybody, athletes. Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. 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 I would suck my, at it. The, but I would my trainer that's trying to fix my rotator cuff was just like, yeah, I mean, if you just started working out and become a gymnast again, like. That would be great. Be fine. Yeah. yeah sure. I was like, okay. all right, you know, 10 inches taller, like, <laughs> let's go. But, you know, we, I did show you my backflip the other day. Uh, so. You did. Yeah. I did. Yes. Very proud. Very Thank proud. Uh, <laughs> Only time I'm going to brag. But, no, I agree. Like, I, I, uh, no, I, 
the losses do stick. Like I, I think I, you still remember those, but I think that's just competition. Yeah. Like, I do think though. It's, I still it's, enjoyed the wins. My God. Yeah. Like, how can you not? Yeah. Well, why, if you don't, then why are you yeah, doing it? Right. But I definitely think like the losses, if, if it was more of this like art mentality of like, I'm really going to learn from this. Like, I don't know. We were talking about this the other day about crits and stuff yeah. and just like how sometimes it feels like, I mean, I just don't take it personally. Um, well, but I think that that's part of being an athlete. Yeah. It's like, I re- I think we, yeah, we did talk about this. And yeah. I think I told you I re- this, the first crit I had in graduate school and you know, the, it was harsh, but it's just like, whatever. And I remember, <laughs> I remember the visiting artist coming to me the next day and she was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, what do you mean? She's yeah. like, well, that was harsh last night. And I was like, I was like, if you think uh, that's okay. I was like, like yeah, oh my good, God. good luck on like, a football field. Good or luck something. at yeah. our family yeah. reunion. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. No, I, I just, I think that there is something about athletics that is like really good for self-esteem, I think, in, yeah. in some ways and how it's just like none of that stuff ever bothered me. It's like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, I don't care if you don't like what I do or what. You know, I can like, still win this game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, exactly. Yeah. And I, there is, I, there's a weird competition in, in art for me. It's like, I'm going to outwork you. <laughs> oh I mean, God, I only I true, like, I, I mean, yeah. it's just like your art might be we- more well known yeah. than mine will ever be, but I'll outwork you. Like right. you're never going to. I'll be famous when I'm yeah. dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boom. My dog's going to get all my money. Yeah, so, I love that. Uh, so, um, but then, so then you, so you went through the three years at Georgia and you graduated and then like, so how did the, the Colombian national team so thing I come was, about? I was, um, through my dad, I mean, I actually met the libero of the Colombian national team at Texas A&M when right. we played them. And then I was like, oh shoot, you know, like, I think I could play on that team or at least be like in the running to play on that team. Right. And then the coach down there invited me to be a part of um, Selección de Colombia, and then um, which I mean, is like a, it's like um, a tournament. Of sorts. No, it's it's like it's weird. They call they call it like the Selection of Colombia. It's right. like their top group. Right. So you know, like they have like Selection of Bogota, Selection right. of Cartagena, like all those things. So you know, the Selection of Colombia is the top group, and um, so I'm down there for about two and a half months. And when I first got there, my Spanish was just like. I mean, it's like something that <laughs> I just was afraid to talk because I was afraid that I was going to mess up. And like, I didn't, right. I didn't but speak didn't, too much. Do you speak, I was going to say, do I you mean, speak now, in the house? Now, I mean, oh God, me and my dad barely speak in English sometimes. <laughs> like, but anyway, no. Um, but no, I mean, like my Spanish has always been better than the average person. But I mean, there's a big difference between even just like people who speak Spanish in the States versus people who speak Spanish in South America. Like you got your lingo, you got how fast these girls on the team speak. My yeah, dad yeah. was telling me, he was like, I have no idea what they're saying. Right. So, and then um, I know um, anyone who's played professionally overseas will tell you that the language thing is, is kind of this initial shock that you have to get over because, you know, it's one thing to be in a casual conversation with someone who they're like slowing, slowly oh, talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's another thing to be... In conversational when you're around people... From Colombia, yeah. From or yeah. just in the game. Any, any country. In yeah. a game, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're they're like, you know, hit It's it. like deer in the headlights. Right. What the hell did it's you just It's just say? like, they need you to change really fast. Yeah. And they're yelling at you yeah. in Spanish very yeah. fast. Yeah. And you might get 90% right, but then not hear the part where he said, oh, yeah, and hit line. <laughs> and so that happened to right. me. And I was just like, oh, God. Like, yeah. 
<laughs> but anyway, it was, it was really cool to see where my Spanish level ended. And um, but how long were you? So you, how long were you down there? So I was when with the team for twice. two two months, and then I ended up staying with my uncle in Bogota for a month. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I was down there, and then I came back later on, um, just to visit family. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the other, the second. Well, time yeah, because you... rotator cuff. Right, thing. right, right. Did you know that you like? Were you playing with it? Hurt down there? Did so, you know something was wrong? Yeah, I knew it was wrong, but I didn't care. No, I know. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, so I just remember feeling this like rip in my shoulder mm. after one ball, and and I think that's the thing about injury that sucks is like it can really, it can really take that joy of winning away, but you'll never lose that. You know, I hate losing feeling, but I remember no. getting a kill at practice, and I was just like, "Is it almost over yet? Like, <laughs> like can I, I can I'm I win in a lot now? Of pain now. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm really ready to stop, uh, but." Um, I'm really thinking that this is um, going to get better. I'm going to stay positive. And yeah. Stay. And that, I mean, the hope is that, and I know you and I discussed this, that, I mean, do you want to go back to Columbia? But I know I know you want to, I would like, go back to professional. Columbia. Yeah, well, and they're actually is, talking about getting a professional league in Columbia. I don't, okay. to be honest, I... You would I, rather do that here, Oh, correct? God, yeah. I mean, and I think for me... It's not. It's not that I don't like Colombia. It's just my whole family's here. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, I've been gone for a while, but um, I think that I have probably more potential in beach volleyball. Like I think I'm yeah, that's what a I was better, gonna get. I'm a, yeah, I'm already a better beach volleyball player than I'll ever be indoor. Partly because of size. Right. Um, and beach volleyball, like you're talking about, like the the two on two. Two on two, yeah, right. like okay. Missy May and yeah. all that. Those yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. Karch. Karch was Karch, a, was a yeah. huge. Ra- he was, what you mean? know, the man. Yeah, yeah, now he's the coach of the I can't remember. There, the was the other dude. there was the other dude, I think, that he played with. What was the guy that he played with? Um, there was one other I guy back in, that, got, back in that day. Man, I'm going to look stupid because I, I don't know this. Oh, oh we'll, we'll edit this <laughs> part out. No, oh we don't edit shit. So. Well, I, I met Karch once. I was at the USA national team trial, and um, I remember So he, did you? were you part of the trial? Yeah, I was part of the trial. Oh, that's pretty badass. It was cool. You know, I got a free trip to Colorado Springs. Um, oh, yeah. And it was, I mean, it, it's really true about the altitude. altitude. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I remember walking up to, they have these, like, they're almost prison-like looking. Like, I have mad respect for anybody on, you know, I mean, any national team, but oh, my God. And, and it definitely helps that they train up there. Oh because, God! Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's. I, I mean, it's the same. Walking, the, walking, walking, you can feel it. Yeah, but I mean, the, I mean, it takes a couple of days, and then it's good. Ish. Yeah. Ish. <laughs> ish. I, yeah. 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 Um, but so at the national team, no, trial, I get, I get, I lose my breath driving at, at right. twelve thousand feet. It's like, okay, we're right, we're, like, right. we're we're up there right now. Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely true though. It, it does affect your body, like scientifically, definitely. But that's I didn't. I don't think I knew that you. I, it, and it's not really that big of a deal. It's just well, I mean, it, it's still. It like, was cool. It was a cool experience. You, you got invited to do that. Like that's that's pretty badass. So, it was, it was but interesting. I, so, like, how do, how does that, how is that going to come about? Because um, obviously, people know who you are. Because like, you know, like you're decently known. I mean, De- I'm, decently. I'm, that was yeah, a decent I mean, player. You no, know, but I mean, you know, like so. You you like hopefully you're not going to have surgery. Like hopefully that that your rotator cuff is mm. coming back, and then at some point in time you're going to contact somebody and you go, "I'm so, ready to roll. Let's yeah, go." Yeah, <laughs> I actually have a contact now. She's um, so they in. know that that this is because I don't know like what the draft kind of is there. A, oh oh, it's, so it's, the thing I love about beach volleyball, which they, so 
Because like you indoor, just need a partner and you yeah, go, like, you let's what, go. You know, it's just like, if you win, you're you're a winner. Like, right. you're going up. And I think right. in indoor, uh, unfortunately, not ev- everybody has this money ball mentality that I have. It's like, oh, so-and-so. And that's how I, I coach my teams. It's right. like, well, I mean, she's five foot. That girl's like five, six. But the girl that's five foot hits this percentage. Right. So she will play. Right. I don't care if you think that she, the it's, tall one is better small. because she's right. taller. Right. So not everybody in indoor has that mentality. Well, but I like mean, you and, said, okay, yeah, it gets this Well, indoor, yeah, and so. It's, so it kind of ends up being like this, like, I mean, at the national team tryout, it was kind of like, you, you walk in there, everybody's good, and everybody's on different courts when they first walk in. Right. So, I mean, and coaches are already writing down, moving people, and it's kind of like this, they kind of have the tryout already they know who they're going to take kind of thing. I think that's pretty standard. Yeah, though. it's standard across, yeah. I think, all boards. And you know what? It's, it is what it is. I mean, you got to be in a good conference and you got to perform at the call, like, you know. Yep. And then once you get there, they're, they're kind of going off of your college stats, not how you perform at the, the tryout. I mean, maybe a little bit at the tryout. But what I like about Beach is like, you know, it's a W or it's an L. Yeah. And there's no arguing that. Yeah. So it, that's... Definitely something you I'm are what they about. said you were. Yeah, or you, you are what you did. Yeah, period. Exactly. Yeah, so I'm I'm really excited about that. But I, I have um some friends out in California who one's on the AVP tour and she's like, yeah, bet like come and what, train with me. What's when you're like ready. the what's like the length of that tour? Is it is it twelve months? Is it <clears throat> is it um like how long does it last? I mean, and what do they do? Like, because I know like. It's a traveling thing. Yeah. It's so, not just like West Coast, literally no, no, on the no, beach. Maybe like Chicago. Like, right. I mean, but the, the reality is, unfortunately, there's kind of like hot spots yeah. in the country of where these people train. Right. So um, the best the best scenario would be like to get a partner and then to join like a training group that's, you know, exponentially better right. than you. Because that's kind of where a lot of the East Coast struggles in the volleyball world. It's just right. they, we don't have the numbers that California does. Like you're well, Joe Schmell on the street. And the, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, I hate to say that, but no, no, like no, it's, that it's I, a big factor. That idea of like, yeah. especially beach volleyball. Right. And, and, and I think that actually until recently, like just volleyball in general was such a West coast thing. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's the last 15 West coast, yeah. you know, Texas. but now it's like, like, I mean, I'm, I'm even thinking like, I know that Ohio State, no offense, but Ohio State, <laughs> yeah, no, Ohio State men won. won yeah, them, I know that coach. And I think Hudson. Nebraska, like, is really good. Nebraska like, is very good. And so, like, I mean, yeah, the, yeah. like, those are, like, the ran- most random of places. Uh-huh. And, I mean, you yeah. know, just in terms of, like, thinking. Can you imagine going to school at those places? I can totally, because <laughs> smart people obviously choose the Buckeye. In the middle of nowhere. But that's what I'm saying. Hey, Columbus is the 15th largest city in America and the fastest growing city. Can you believe that? That's some knowledge. I, I just really, dropped it. Should I really I, can't believe I don't that. want to drop this mic because it's cost well, money. I'm but. glad everybody's leaving Virginia then. Uh-huh. You know, giving me some space to breathe. There you go. Bre- yeah. Okay. So, um, but that's cool. Like, I think that, like, you have, but you're also thinking about graduate school. Correct? Yeah. Like, yeah. about going back for art, and which I think is, like, Again, like that, I mean, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're thinking about it. That doesn't mean you're going to do it tomorrow or in five years, yeah. but that idea of, again, like both sides of the pendulum to me is like, I want to do this, this beach volleyball, pro beach volleyball. And at some point in time, I might want to go back to grad school. Like, and that's like, that to me is what's like really awesome is you are exercising everything like mind, body, blah, blah, blah. You know, do you hear about that? Um, newly at like, uh, 
he just passed his astronaut test. His name's Dr. Johnny Kim. He was a U.S. Marine uh, doctor, and now he's going to go to the moon. That's and I, I want to go to the moon. I know, right? And oh, actually, I want to make a painting in space. Oh my god! Like right? floating. Yeah, I don't know, mine actually wouldn't work because I pour paint. Oh, so you're, yeah, I didn't think about I, that. That would be I think a that you could, horrible you idea. You could find a way. I, you know, like just kind of grab the painting like and then throw, just like yeah, hit just it gonna, at it. Yeah, yeah that yeah, would yeah. actually be kind of cool. Yeah. I wonder if it would <coughs> stick though. I don't know. I, no, that's, yeah, it's a whole nother ball of wax. I don't know. So, um, what, like, uh, this is like random questions, but like who in, in both the sports world or the athletic world and in the art world, like who inspires you? I mean, it didn't, and it could be, I mean, it could be an actor. I don't, you know, like whatever, but like, like who, who like yeah. inspires or so, music? Like, I mean, like, and like, I also want to yeah, like, what the, hell, what the hell do you listen to? Like, that's oh another my gosh. question. <laughs> yeah. That's always telling, huh? I know. It is. Yeah. And we're going to, yeah, we're yeah. going to decide if we're going to actually release this or not with that question. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so fair. But, um, okay. So, hmm. I mean, who, who, like, who's an athlete that inspires you? Like. Her name's uh, Kelsey Robinson, and Kelsey she's Robinson. an outside hitter for the U.S. national team. And so it is a volleyball player. It's yeah, like, well, okay. it's a volleyball player. I mean, I, it's volleyball-related question, right? Or, no, no, no. It can be anybody. Okay. Like, well, since I, mean, I started with her, I'll just yeah, that's no, her. that's that's all, that's um, awesome. But anyway, so yeah, she was trying out for the U.S. national team as a libero. She's like six foot tall, maybe hits like. I think I think she told someone she touches like a little bit under ten feet, which it's it's kind of low for someone on the national team, but she's just this insane passer, right. and so she tries out for the team as libero. And what then, is libero? Oh, sorry, that's it's, okay. Uh, yeah. Like a defensive specialist, okay. she wears a different color jersey. Yeah, so she tries out as that position and um, ends up being an outside on that team. And my coach at Georgia, who coached her, right. was just like, she's the best outside in the world. And uh, huh. my mom actually met her at the airport. <laughs> I know this is super random. And uh, she told my mom, she was like, yeah, you know, your, go- your daughter can do anything she wants to do. Learn how to pass. Yep. And like, this is, you know, skill in volleyball digging, or I guess most people would think like bumping like a surface seat ball. But um, yeah, she always inspired me because like, despite, you know, maybe not being the biggest athletic person, she's, you know, like through will forced herself into that lineup, which I always right. respected. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so that's, that's, I guess, who I look up to volleyball wise. Yeah. Um, and it can be, I mean, it, yeah. you know, I didn't know if you had other, like, yeah, I mean, I guess that you like think about that, you know, it can be from other sports, yeah. but I mean, you don't have to, I mean, that's like, well, that's kinda... like a really great answer because like, it is like related to what you do and it literally, the, the function of how <coughs> she, I mean, the, the randomness of meeting your mom, but that, that idea of like. Oh, she, yeah. and she met her after I, you know, Had looked tri- up to her. Oh, so, that's, that's and, oh my God, I remember she told me she met her and I was just like, oh my God, I'm just going to like go crawl in a hole. That's my software. mom. I, that's software. That yeah. was meant to happen. So. Yeah. No, but I just thought that idea of like, you know, giving you like a little nugget to like think about, like that's, that's kind of beautiful mm-hmm. in some ways. Yeah. So. And I always think it's important to like look up to someone like you. Right. Just because, you know, I, I used to, when I was younger, look up to this player. She's a different name now, but it was Destiny Hooker. Destiny Hooker. <laughs> She's a 6'5 outside hitter at Texas. Jeez. And I, oh my God, I wanted to go to Texas so bad. And I'm not 6'5, <laughs> so that just wasn't going to happen. But uh, I remember watching her when I was 12. 
and being like, I'm going to be no, there. And I, and I think, you know, like the question, like you're answering the question, probably how I would answer the question too. I think we do look up to the things we do most. Like I used to look up to like center fielders, like Willie Mays, even yeah, though I never yeah. saw him play. And I was a quarterback. So I liked, you know, certain yeah. quarterbacks and, and when I, and I'm a musician, but I don't play anything. I'm a singer. So I always listen to the singer. Like, so it, it is yeah. like, I think we gravitate toward the thing we do. No, that's so. very true. And I, but I also think that like going off that one, one flaw in my, um, looking up to someone who was maybe more athletic than me and was a different style of player is that like, if you, if you look up to someone who is kind of in your reality of like, okay, doesn't mean I can't be great like this other player, but you know, I'm 5'11 ish. Right. And I started watching other players, my height. Yeah. And I mean, it's 5'11 sounds tall, but in the scheme of volleyball, it's, you know, eh, it's a little middle. undersized. Right. Yeah. So um, I started watching players who they just, they, they might not jump over the block, but they just ram it into the block. Right. And once I did that, I could really kind of just like. But that's off. also a healthy way to like, yeah. you, you want to learn from the people that you don't aren't like because you can get yeah, information yeah. from them like exactly. it's like how how is somebody that's faster than me faster than me and how are they operating exactly how yeah. is somebody that's taller than me you know like yeah or, or someone who's the same size as you right. operating faster right. right yeah exactly so i think that they're all keeping those, it in their yeah right so i don't Let know i think i saw my other people that i look up i mean who to. like who like artist wise like do you do well you have, i always like, loved the renaissance right because yeah i like art history but um also just too like people like da vinci because and it's a like stereotypical answer but i'll explain why but it's just like he was not just one thing he was you know not just an artist he was a scientist he was a thinker someone who was curious about how you know and i think that's the most important thing about learning something is like are you curious enough to change it you know people who aren't curious don't read people who aren't curious don't go into the gym and try to you know fix their platform just a little bit each time because they just don't think that that correlates to being better. Yep. So I, yeah, I just, no. And I think that that's actually approaching things like a scientist. Oh, sweet. <laughs> I mean, no, I do. Like I, I have this, not that I want to tell a funny ass story, but yeah, I, go when, ahead. I, when I, when I'd quit school for eight years and then when I went back to school, like I, I was not an artist per se, even though I was a guy that always did art. So I went back to art school and I, I remember like I used to go to the studios, which mm-hmm. is what everybody calls them, but I didn't know this. And I would call them labs. And my <laughs> one of my teachers used to give me shit about it. He's actually the reason that I moved to Virginia. He became uh-huh. like the chair um, of the painting department. And he used to give me shit about it. And like, you know, I, th- I still think about that because I, in my head, actually, I think that they are more th- about labs than studios yeah. because labs are a place of discovery. Like yeah. that, a scientific well, way of like approaching stuff, which is how I go about stuff. Um, but it's just, it's just different language, but it, it actually makes more sense to the way that yeah, I do and, stuff. And that's kind of the idea, at least in our history, that I think a lot of the greats were doing. Like, right. I mean, they were just experimenting and seeing who could make the best painting and how they were doing it. Right. You know, they would hide their secrets. It was a competition. It was a, comp- it mean, was it, a competition. Like, totally. No, they literally had competitions. And I no. can't wait until art brings back competitions. <laughs> art battle. Yeah, yeah. You ready for art battle? <laughs> Unpopular we opinion. Can't, we, we have a television show That's idea what, called yeah, Art Battle. Art duel. No, I'm sorry. I'm, art duel. I'm so down. Me yeah. versus Percy. First oh, round. <laughs> that, okay. That would be, uh, there's going to be a little shit talking. That yeah. would be funny. 
No, but we literally, that's not a joke. Chris and I have have, have yeah. an idea for a television called show called Art Duel, where, yeah. you know, you do pit like this competition. I, w- I would watch that. <laughs> I would definitely watch that. We have a lot of crazy that's shit so ideas. Well, I mean, it's just, you know, it might be an unpopular opinion, but I think it... it it, less it can about, be fun. It can be it, fun and it, it doesn't take away meaning, you know? No. I think a lot of people get caught up in the the stuff written next to the work, yep. but really how how you get better at art is by doing it more. Absolutely. And, and yeah, talking about it's fun and all, but you know, <laughs> is, I'm it, being, is it though? Just no, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I actually like talking about it if, if people are interested, but I do get tired with this idea that the the talking outweighs the work yeah and and it doesn't i don't understand like and and for the viewer (laughs) that's not even close because especially i mean at least in my generation like if i were to go to the first of all i can hardly get people to go to a museum right and and second of all if they do like normal people i'm not talking about the the one percent of the art world they they're just not going to read all that. No no no. And I mean they're going to look at it. Yeah. And if and and this is what I do, you know, like as and people, you know, some people in art history might be like, oh wow, you're just not taking a long enough look. But when I walk through museums, I I don't I don't spend a lot of time. I just I find the thing that interests me most, and then I you know I do take a longer look at that one. Right. But if it's not catching my eye, it's not my fault. It doesn't mean that I don't enjoy art. Nope. I do. It's just nope. that first look. Well, we all gravitate towards different things. things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like I like something that you probably don't like. Yeah. And you like something that I yeah. don't like. No, I'm, and I'm, it's likes are the wrong way to say it. It's just like not. Well. It doesn't I, grab me. Yeah. And, and, and I. I respect anybody that does it. I respect the hell out of that. Because. Yeah, because the, they're it, a doer. Like right. they're actually. Right. You know, and it's, and just, it's vulnerable. In some, you know, not that. In, like, in a lot people, of ways you know back historical artists weren't thinking about the vulnerability of art like but there is like a vulnerability to making work and putting it out in the world yeah (laughs) i know long it's long hair problems long hair problems i know i get it yeah i where was i i don't know my hair distracted me yeah i just i think too i i'm always interested in what i don't like because that's that's super important like we were at that show the other day and and every, like I asked him, you know, Hey, what, what was the thing you liked least? And, and maybe that's not really like tasteful to do that. But like when I pick the one I least like, it's, it's actually not like, I don't think of it. It's not a dislike I, well, thing. Actually, it's like I wanting re- to understand it. Well, yeah. And, and I actually, I'm always interested to meet the artists that made that yep. not to say, say like, Oh wow. Um, I hate your stuff, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> There's something very powerful about disliking something, and I actually have this argument with some people sometimes because my a lot well, it's of my like, friends. It's like f- failure. It's the same well, kind of scenario. But actually, some some of the, I think the most you know pieces that are the most failure are the ones that I'm disinterested in. Right. If I uh, I look at it, I move on. I look yeah. at it, I move on. Those are actually in my mind the worst pieces in the show. Right. The one that I like the least is probably second best in the show. So, because I'm actually thinking about it when I leave, but not everybody thinks that. And, uh, but I, I was telling him that there was a couple of, uh, museums I was going to in, in Italy and well, actually like a lot, all of them, it felt like, but there's a lot of Madonna and child's and, and a lot of my work has to deal with religion. But after a while, you're just like trying to, it's, it's really a sad thing. It's like, 
image overload and that's that's super like it's a it's a thing well it's and like when social you guys, media and yeah. like all that stuff it's Im- image overload and how i kept myself in interested was just like it's I would hard out. it's hard to make work in the world today because of that yes because the the image overload like we're inundated constantly by television social media it's like you said it's it's one of the hardest times to yep. be a painter because right. it's you know it feels yep. like it's been done yep. over and over again but i would always find i, I told him that the hottest an ugliest Madonna and child. And and I found it. I found the most beautiful Ta-da. baby. <laughs> Botticelli did it. Yeah, but go. anyway, I mean, you know, it's just, it, there's no wrong way to look at art. It's just the nope. hope that everybody does it. Yep. No, I think that that's like, I think the fact that you're trying to drag people out that aren't. Got normally, to. No, no that's like, everything, right? You know, and that's like, again, like what, like what I do with my class is just like kind of introducing people back because i think a lot of people went like when they were kids like maybe their parents might have taken not everybody yeah, no, but, but it's just it, i think it's the american <laughs> culture too yeah oh, um, i agree with that i mean even in Colombia, it's like i don't know sometimes i i mean everybody's kind of like involved in art because yep. they walk by and there's and not just like you know graffiti art it's, it's beautiful yep. murals like medellin and bogota like yep. all of those places so i mean okay so musicians what's your favorite band oh my god <laughs> I don't even think that's a fair question yes, to ask in this podcast. Like, I, you didn't even, like, forewarn me. Uh, I'm just no, going to, like, there, say something, no. and then I'm going to be, like, I'm going to leave here driving back. And just be like, oh, my God, I can't believe I didn't say. <sighs> okay, well, okay. I'm just going to say. Dude, mm, top five. Top five. There you go. Top that's, five? Top two. What do you want? Like, top ten? What do you want? How many okay, do you- okay, yeah. I'm going to say something. Most people are all, I mean, maybe people will know. I don't know. So, I really like the 1975 Okay. Okay. I've always liked them. I know they're super popular now. I just wanted to say that. Um, you liked them before they were popular. Is I what did you're trying because to say. I'm so hip. You're ahead of the. You're ahead of the curve. Yeah. But no, I've always liked them. Um, their lyrics are weird. They're, I don't know. I think musically they like pull it all together. Um, right. I like it. And then as far as like talented artists goes that I like really respect. Uh, don't necessarily like all their like songs, but I think like their voice is really cool and just like their ability to to do different styles. But I mean, like I think Ed Sheeran is just like insanely talented. Um, You're allowed to say yeah. anything. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know. I'm not I, gonna scold you for. To be honest, <laughs> I just like don't. I don't think it's like what about- you don't like Black Sabbath. <laughs> Get out. Get out. Oh. People are like that, you know? It's like music with you is like politics. No. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of true. So, but okay. So another like rando question, like, so you've, rando. you've well, El Rando. It, yeah. El Rando. <laughs> Have you, you've traveled a little bit. Like what are your yeah. favorite kind of places that you've ever been? Um, okay. Well, I mean, obviously I mean, it could be Columbia. Who, like, yeah. I mean, I, I think I loved, I really loved Columbia because I, I met so many amazing people who made me feel like that was my second home. Yeah. And um, like just truly amazing people. And then just like to be able to meet these girls who are just insanely talented and, and do not have the opportunities that an average person here has. Like, I mean, I like, over the tryout, I got um, water poisoning, actually, or like oh, yeah. something like that. And I just remember thinking, Wait, don't like, drink the water. No. Well, OK, it was in the soup. Oh, okay. It wasn't oh, my fault. Okay, okay. Then, you know? yeah. Anyway, so it was just, but like like those conditions, I mean, people on my, like, love them to death. My Georgia team would have literally gone home, right. got on a plane and just like not do it. But um, like I really respected the culture and like 
you know, people people really love where they're from, and yeah. Uh, but I also I traveled to Italy, and I mean, did you guys travel with the with the Georgia with the team? Did you go? Anywhere? Oh, like overseas? No, you didn't. Okay. No, we were just you know in the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't have the money for that, I guess. No, I like. A, yeah, I mean, some people do though. I don't think. Yeah, and it just I guess it just depends on the depends sport on the, and the year, money. the yeah, year, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I did that, and um, Italy, like, what's not to love about Italy? I mean, uh, I think living there is, is a different story, obviously, though. Like because no, because it's home. Well, not not just that. It's just it's tough. Like, I think people get complacent wherever they live. Like I, when every time yeah. I drive out west, and I'm just like, oh my god, this is like so beautiful. And then you see a house, and like people, I'm sure they just don't even realize yeah, they the live there anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I still I still think that. I mean, I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion, but I just after all my experiences overseas, I'm just like. America is one of the best countries to live in yeah. because of the opportunities. Like some of my friends in Italy, uh, just their paths is just so difficult because th- it's such a strong tourist country. So yeah. things are just kind of set up. And with the way like the taxes are there, you know, like they, any time you can give cash yeah. overseas, you should just do it because I mean, those people work really hard. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm just really blessed to be, you know, in America. Yeah. Well, um, this, I guess this is maybe redundant, but what is the, what does the future hold? I mean, that's kind of redundant. Good things. Better things. Yeah. You know, like good and better, (laughs) good and better. Yes. Um, I don't know. After this whole rotator cuff thing, I kind of, I didn't spiral. I just kind of crawled into a little hole while I was like trying to fix it, which I mean, I guess it makes sense. You know, I go from everyday practicing to, to nothing. Well, what the hell am I going to yeah. do now? And I mean, I've been making art, which has definitely yeah. helped uh, get through that. But um, no, just- and I think that that's like that, like you're doing what we're trying to get everybody to do, because this idea and I've asked other people on other podcasts about this, that I actually asked Percy this. It's like, you know, that that day you realize that sports is over because or, yeah, and, and now- I remember mine yeah. and actually, you know, and it's like. Holy, holy I mean, yeah, because it's like, what do I like? Yeah. And I, my, for me, it was like horrible because like, I, you know, I had the opportunity to get drafted, but then I went to school and then I quit that first, after that first year and I didn't, I couldn't mm. be drafted because that, you know, the, that rule. Yeah. Like, and it's like, so it was done. Like it was forced. Yeah. Done. And it's, it's, I, I think. I think it's tough sometimes because a lot of people will go like, okay, well, what's going to be good enough for you? Like, you did this already. You did that. Like, right. what? You got to go to the Olympics for you to be satisfied? I'm kind of like, yeah. Yeah. But and that's a goal. I know. That's, I know. And- but I mean, it's just, it's sometimes it's hard to talk about because I think unless you've competed at that level, mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't know. Sometimes people invite me to go out and, you know, oh, like we're, we're doing a kickback later. Like, you want to play? And I'm just like, no, because I'm just so competitive and like, you know, it's it's hard when you're on this path. But that's again like that idea that the competition. I'm sure through it's sports, addicting. it oh contributes God. to how you attack art. Yeah, like that, and that, that's again, that's a mindset. And yeah. like, I, you know, I well, I mean, it, it, like I, in that competitiveness, like uh, I'm sorry, I'm relating everything to art history, but it's just no, funny because I, like you know, Michelangelo would say Raphael stole all of his ideas and he totally did. And it's so funny. Like, but, um, you know, by kind of having that competition, I mean, Raphael did all of that in 37 years. Right. And it, you know, he learned from the best, 
even if they hated each other. Right. But that competition <laughs> drove greatness. So No, but I think, <laughs> I think it's actually, you know, like uh, Picasso and Monet like yeah. had a like a real I don't want to say like a real strong oh, yeah. competitive yeah, thing and that it's happened. funny because I feel like, and, and again, we're not trying to make broad strokes, but this yeah. is how I felt in art is that any like, not competition, but per se, like you know, like this this idea, like I want to be the best, was kind of looked down upon or like, yeah. oh my god, like you're one of those or this this and that. But I mean, it's been throughout the history of art, it's it's always been this way. And and the best is like the a very of, ambiguous yeah. term, anyways. The be- like, or the, the best, best you can be, or, exactly. Yeah, or but, or just like you know, I I want my art to be well received. Yep. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like yeah. I think that sometimes in art academia there is something wrong with that because again, and, and, and yeah. like, whatever. Yeah. Like, but I <laughs> I do think that like there's nothing wrong with having a desire. Yeah. To like do well, things. and I think like, that's why where my perspective kind of is maybe a little different than maybe your students who have been in a bunch of crits um, studio art. Because, I mean, I'm just like, this is what I read. This is, I just make art. Yep. That's, that's Oh God, that's a great ending. (laughs) I just make art. Like, that's good. Um, But well, yeah, like, uh, Let's let's wrap up. We, yep, we're going to do this good. again, anyways. At some yeah, we got we to talk about Ohio yeah. State a little bit. Not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. We always talk about Ohio State, <laughs> and it's always in a good way. So, anyways, thank you, Katie. Uh, yeah, thanks and for we will me. we will do this again. Um, and um, we always appreciate having you on, even though this is the first time. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs>Thanks again to Katie for coming on the podcast today. Really had a great time learning about her path and where she was and where she's heading. Again, make sure to check out her work at Hauser underscore art. That's H-O-U-S-E-R underscore art on Instagram. As always, we appreciate everyone listening to The Abstract Athlete Podcast. Again, stop by our website, theabstractathlete.com, and our social media outlets for future events, pop-up exhibits, podcasts, and other information. See you next time when we have a pretty cool conversation with Drs. Robert Wynn, Ron Gartenhouse, and David Seafew. Thanks as always, and don't forget to exercise the body, and don't forget to exercise the mind. Stay safe out there.